can leave this place rejoicing in you, the God of our salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Hallelujah. Truly God is an awesome, awesome God. Praise his name. This morning, my subject matter is tracing our troubles. Tracing our troubles. Where in the world did all this stuff come from? Hmm. Connections from our past are typically inflictive at the time they happen, conflictive in the future and restrictive as we try to live a life of liberty. Our strifes, our struggles, are reflective of a reasoning that was learned in relationships that were impaired. I look at my life want to be transparent because after being saved 40-something years, I could care less what you think. I'm not working for your approval. I, I, I need to say that up front. I ain't trying to live for you. Amen. I'm not trying to be the pastor you think I ought to be. I'm trying to be the pastor he wants me to be. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so uh, when we look at our series on freedom, there are four areas I hope to cover. First are connections. And we need to be honest about these connections. And then our controls. There are controls in our lives and we control things. And then our commitments, which scream at us. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. And then, of course, our cares, our ability to love, liberate others, and be merciful, which all of us just cannot do. This uh, sense of connection, sense of connection, and uh, some of it I'm embarrassed by. Uh, Romans chapter 4, when we laid theological grounds last week, in Romans 1, the Gentile is under sin, and um, to those Gentiles who wanted to forget God, 
God gave them up to themselves, to a reprobate mind. And, and the Bible says to do those things that are not convenient. Men with men, women with women. And, and then chapter 2 is that all Jews are under sin. You had the oracles and the commandments and you still messed up. And then chapter 3, everybody's under sin. Nine indictments. All have sinned. And we are not just sinners by what we do, we're sinners by what we are. The federal head of the human race was the first Adam. And when he sinned, we sinned. When, when he was dying, we were dying. When he died, we died. First Adam, we are... Uh, so in Romans chapter 4, God comes along with a merciful grace called justification based on our faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Once I believe that Jesus and confess it, you know, people say, well, I've always believed it, but you ain't confessed nothing. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And, and, and it's a process here in the Romans road with the non-indictments, there's none righteous, no, not one. All of us got poison on the lips. None seek after God. That'll humble you, won't it? So God justified us, declared us righteous. We're not righteous. He declared us righteous and placed us into the universal body of Christ. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so that process saves us and frees us from the power and the place and the predominance of darkness and depravity. God broke all my depravity when I received Christ. Do I have a witness? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I was still sinning. I was still messed up. But God broke it. Hey, amen. Snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments and put me in a, on, on, on a street called Straight. Wrote my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. And, 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 and once I'm saved, I can never be lost. Can I get away? I, I don't know why folk are running around here. You can lose your salvation. You ain't had nothing to do with your salvation. You can only lose what's on you. I can lose my keys if they're in my pocket. I, can I, get, I, I can lose my mind if, I'm, if my mind is there. But Jesus said, uh, your salvation is not on you. Your salvation is not around you. Your salvation is in heaven. Do I have a witness? I'm saved from the guttermost, and I'm saved to the uttermost. Salvation is a process. It's a product. It's a power. It's a place. It's a peace. Do I have a witness? Uh, connections. A great deal of our inner struggles are those connections. A freedom impaired by a painful past. Now, I'm not resurrecting the past so that you can sit there and get sad. I'm trying to advertise Jesus 
that he is so thorough. When he comes in, he's going to take care of the past. Because we build strongholds. When something is missing, we build these self-reliant, amen, uh, columns to protect us. Jesus wants to take all that down. Can I get a witness? Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean not to thy own understanding, all thy ways, acknowledge him, he shall direct. Yeah, thy paths. That is, that uh, these, these, uh, these freedoms. I, I, I remember, ooh, growing up in the 50s, and some of our best friends on the block were black and white, Italians, blacks. We, we all played together. Everything was fine. Nobody called each other names. And we wanted each other houses. We went to school together. And uh, I enjoyed my friends. And then uh, one day, one of uh, my friend's brother, who was older, came and said, get in here. I don't want you playing with them. And I had to sit there and figure out what was going on. Painful. Um, painful, painful, painful. Uh, connections. Connections. That is uh, some of the pains from our past is that we experience a lack of love. Mother was at the bar drinking. You were playing in the street. Hmm. I had friends when we wanted to go to movies, the neighborhood movies. Come on, Raymond, walk me down the bar so I can get some money. And I remember standing outside the bar, mother drunk. Mommy, can I have 50 cents? Yeah. And uh, I don't forget those experiences. Yes, connections of a lack of love, which brings on avoidance. See, when I'm not loved and I don't feel loved, I avoid. Yeah. And, uh, or having an abusive, Bruce, authority figure. Father drunk, mother drunk, cussing out all the time, putting labels on you. Now, some of us, we've been called names that's not our name. Dummy. Do I have a witness? At a young age, that stuff sticks, doesn't it? You, you start believing what you've been called. Do I have a witness? And, and, and so, child, child of God, child of God, we've been under some abusive authority, and that abusive authority brings on anger, which is inflictive, conflictive, and later on, it's going to be restrictive. Because when somebody tries to exercise authority in your life, you're going to reject it because you're still struggling with your historical stuff. Hmm. Lord have mercy. 
I didn't like it when my mother and father argued in front of us as kids because it affected me. It affected me. I, I became nervous. I didn't know what was going on. And listen, children's security is not having a mother and father. It's seeing the mother and father love in front of you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. That, 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 that when I look at connections, amen, there was always an attempt to fix what was broken, rejection, abandonment, uh, and, 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 and the whole purpose of this sermon is not to depress you, it's to disclose to you that some of those pains from the past are still operating. Aren't they, Leroy? They still, they're still operating. Mm. All we got to do is witness something or emotionally take in something, so forth and so on. Now, 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 I don't agree with everything and everybody, and that's fine. Neither do you. My grown kids came to my house recently, and I was in the other room, and I came in the kitchen. They had a large shopping bag where they was going in my cabinets <laughs> looking at dates on my food. Daddy, we need to throw this out. I said, you got three seconds to get out of here. <laughs> Dairy, yeah. My mother kept a can of soup for 10 years. You, you know, the whole, the whole thing is, we, we were worrying about fallout. We were worrying about war. Folk, folk, folk had stuff downstairs in the cupboard. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Oatmeal for 20 years. Dried oatmeal, hominy grits. Now, you wouldn't take no bologna down there. I don't want anything like that. But child of God, don't touch my pepper and my pepper and my salt. And don't be touching my stuff talking about the date. I don't care about no date. They even took my box of armor, armor, armor hammer. So I went to the store this morning at 6 o'clock got two more boxes. let people instruct me how to live. I try to live by conviction. Do I have a witness? And child of God, child of God, child of God, uh, whatever we were connected to in any kind of way uh, became or could have become an impression. An impression. My God. Hmm. My oldest brother was in the gangs. I wanted, I wanted to join a gang. I just thought gang members were cool, man. South Philly, they had the hair done, had that rag sticking out the back of their pocket. Come on now, you know. All of them were together on a corner. They had security. They had love for one another. They hurt you. I said, man, I want to join that. Uh, and I tried to join and got my backside whipped 
By him. By him. And what he said to me was at least 50-something years ago. I'll never forget what he said. Standing on the corner with his boys. I messed my life up. You're not messing yours up. I remember that. Lord have mercy. Me and Juan Peterson was in the Air Force together at one juncture. And Juan didn't like military life. I loved it. And I found out why. He, he was stationed in Alaska and Iceland. <laughs> where there's a woman behind every tree. It ain't no trees up there. And I had great assignments. Lord have mercy. <laughs> As we return to the pain of the past, we pull up connections that were very inflictive. And that's why we struggle in our marriages, because in conflict, this stuff starts coming up. You ain't going to talk to me that way. Hmm. You ain't my father. I'll knock your head off. Praise the Lord. <laughs> ah! Connectives. John chapter 4, there are three critical narratives that we're going to study. A lot of them are familiar. John chapter 4, amen. We, we see in John chapter 4 uh, some deep, deep historical issues. Now, 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 for the sake of time, here's Jesus Knowing he's got an appointment with a woman at a well. Don't let that slip. No coincidences. He dismisses his 12 disciples to go into the city and buy food. They will mess up his witness. Lord have mercy. Mm. He's meeting a woman of Samaria. A half-breed. She's half-Jew. She's half-Gentile. She's a woman of Samaria. And, 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 and all the information here about this woman, this, infam this infamous woman, is that she is loose and a harlot because the custom of the day was that a woman of value would never go to the well by herself. She would go with other women with a veil. They would go to the well. This woman was by herself. And when they met at the well, Jesus has a meeting place for all of us. Yeah, it may not be church. Uh, three things that was discussed between Jesus and this woman, water, worship, 
and her wombs. I want to expedite for the sake of time that the water conversation was interesting. High noon, Jacob's well, 120 feet deep, meaning the water was cold, cool, uh, given to Joseph back in the book of Genesis. And um, the water conversation was Jesus, high noon, said, will you please give me a drink of water? And the woman said, you have nothing to draw it with. And they went on with a conversation about water. The purpose, other than Jesus, really wanted some water because of his physicality, was that Jesus was sending a message that you keep thirsting for the wrong thing. Lord have mercy. How many years have we thirst for the wrong thing? And found out that it will not fulfill. I was I was working on a job when I came out of military and uh God said, Man, right near Christmas you you play five fifty five. It hits every year before Christmas. I'm putting twenty-five and thirty dollars on five fifty-five, and the only thing hit was me hitting my head. Hmm. Connections. This woman. This woman. And Jesus was talking about this thirsty problem, and we do get thirsty physically. It's high noon, it's hot. And then the conversation turns from water to worship. So Jesus said, if you drink this water, you will thirst again. Physical water. So the woman said to Jesus, our fathers worshipped in these mountains. Now, she's Samaritan. Please remember that. Our fathers worshipped in these mountains, da-da-da-da. Jesus didn't get pulled in by the conversation on worship. And when Jesus saw that the woman would not be disclosed to her dilemmas, he went straight to her womb. We all have wounds. I know you like to think you come to church, you praise the Lord, you ain't got no wounds. You got a lot of wounds. We got wounds. We have wounds. Wounds ain't got nothing to do with me being saved. I'm going to get to that under the controls. We got stuff operating that will come out under heat. Do I have a witness? I'm sure if you've been married, you have said something that surprised you. <laughs> it ain't surprised nobody else, but it surprised you. Because you got this heightened view of yourself, fact of the matter is. That, uh, so so, so in, this, in this womb conversation, Jesus cuts the woman off and says, go call your husband. Hmm. He's tampering with her past. She wouldn't with no her. Go, go call your husband. She said, I have no husband. 
Jesus said, well, you've had five husbands. If any of y'all get the four or five, <laughs> let a doctor put you away. Because it's not your wife, it's you. Not your husband, it's you. It's tight, but it's right. Go call your husband. I have no husband. You've had five husbands, and the one you're with now, I'm shocking. He's not your husband. Jesus said, the, the woman said, I perceive you're a prophet. Mm. And she drops, this is significant, her water pot. It comes a time when we got to drop what we're carrying and for the purposes we're carrying it. She runs into the city and says, come see a man that told me all that I ever did. It's not this thought. Now, notice what she said as a Samaritan. Is not this the Christ. Now, we never get beyond that point. We don't, you know, you know the town people said, it's nice that you met him, but we want to see him for ourselves. My God. Connection to a painful past. Her problem was, and it's the same as our problem, we're looking for the right things in the wrong places. Oh, Lord. We're looking for fulfillment in a fractured community. We want to be fulfilled. I want to be loved. I got low self-esteem. I messed up. I've been called a bunch of names. You know how it was growing up in the 50s and 60s. You, you, you remember. A child is seen and not heard. That means shut up. We didn't give no opinions. There wasn't no vacation, so you couldn't have been on that. Can I get a witness? We had chores. We had respect, responsibility. Come on now. Y'all remember that? That our parents played the hand they were dealt. They were trying to raise you with a sense of relevance. Isn't that right? Come on now, y'all. But in the meantime, we were, we were probably all called out of our name. And when I went to Bible college in the 70s and went back in the 90s, I, I laughed because a question came up in class. What is a dysfunctional family? Man, when I learned the answer to that, I said, I might as well just drop dead. Anywhere there's cursing, labels, fussing, anger, that's dysfunction. The nuclear family ain't supposed to operate like that. Mm. My God. Mm. That there's something in the past that's preventing me in the present that visits me in the future. Something that has nothing to do with the one I'm dealing with. I'm holding innocent people hostage 
because I don't know how to deal with this historical stuff. Maybe you were called a whore. That's not your name. Maybe you were labeled with something. Maybe you were roughly treated. Maybe you never really effectively communicated. Maybe, 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 maybe you were just ob obstinate to certain things. We all got pain in the past. And, 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 and so, child of God, when we begin to look at Jesus, he wants to come along and liberate you. And he wants to come along and heal your historical hurts. Yeah. He, he wants to come along and release you from the ruin that you learn. And we learn some ruin. And so this woman was released from her painful past. Mm, my God today. Everything you read in the Bible is applicable to you when it's correctly interpreted. Are you, are you understanding? Look, all scripture is for our inspiration and it's profitable. Second Timothy 3.16, it's profitable. Profitable how, Paul? Well, it's profitable, amen, for doctrine. It's profitable how we live. It's profitable how we think. It's profitable that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto good works. Are y'all with me? Mm. The second narrative is in the next chapter, chapter 5. Turn to chapter 5. At least I hear a couple of Bibles. Y'all really buying into the social society, ain't you? Praise the Lord. This thing is deep. Jesus <laughs> approaches this man who has a paralyzation within himself. Now, he's physically paralyzed, but he's mentally and emotionally paralyzed. <sighs> he keeps making excuses. You know, you know, you know, you know what I, when we have our men's retreat, and this year our theme is men that won't melt. Men that won't melt in their minds, their marriages, their mentoring, their, you know, uh, men that won't melt. Because uh, some of us, when it gets tough, we run. We've been running. For 32 years, by the grace of God, I've been faithful to this church. I ain't run. When things got tough, I stood, stood in there by the grace of God and allowed God to give me what I needed to get out. Can I get a witness? 
I've been in the same marriage for 32 years. Same children for 32 years. I don't have three kids in North Philly, two in West, and one in West Oak Lane. I, and if they show up at my funeral, throw them out. Because they lying. I go home at night. Do I have a witness? Oh, y'all ain't got to say, man, let me look at the clock. I've been ethical. I've had transparency. I ain't done nothing under the table. I ain't been with nobody else. And if they say that, I'll say, you're alive from the pit and you're getting ready to die. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to preach. Well, where did the power come from for you to remain steadfast? Came from him. I never said I didn't feel like leaving. Oh, this thing is deep. I never said I was fed up with stuff. Do I have a witness? I said the Lord kept me even when I didn't want to be kept. The Lord held me when I didn't want to be held. The Lord, yeah, the Lord has strengthened me when I didn't want to be strengthened because my purpose was greater than my pain. You'll, you'll get this on the way home. My purpose was the exaltation of Jesus. My, my purpose was the evangelism of a dark and dying world. My purpose was to edify this flock. My purpose was to equip the saints. So if I was going to live out the purpose, I had to put myself away. Forget about yourself, boy. You ain't important. It doesn't matter what people think about you. Can I get a witness? If you do what's right, right will educate everybody anyhow. Do I have a witness? You don't have to prove anybody. Uh, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. All you got to do is live under the power of the Holy Spirit and keep pleading with God that you're nothing but a sinner and you need help from the heavenly sanctuary. I've had people come to me on a national level and say, Gordon, I, Gordon obviously we, we, we need to use you. And when they don't, it doesn't mean anything to me. Not a thing. Let me tell you why. I have a Gordonism that you need to hear. I don't want anything for my life that Jesus doesn't want. I'm not reaching for anything. If Jesus wants me to have something, he gives it to me. Do I have a witness? I'm not trying to be a trickster and a politician and, and have private conversations with people. I don't need to do all that mess. That ain't going nowhere. Did you know that? That is not going anywhere. God going to kill that before you die. You ain't going nowhere with that mess. Your prayer ought to be what was prayed in the garden concerning me, Lord, not my will, but may thine will be done. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. So I just smile. You all right, brother? Yeah, I'm fine, man. 
Praise the name of Jesus. Why didn't they give you this? Why didn't they take? Nah, I'll be dead. If God wants me to be a governor, I'll be a governor. If God wants me to be president, and I'm qualified, <laughs> unlike some others, if God wants me to be president, I'll, I'll be president. Amen. Make sure this tape gets out. <laughs> Praise his name. But I'm not reaching for something. See, 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 listen, the whole reach theory is that if I pull this in, it'll make me feel better. It'll give me more confidence. It'll let others fall down and worship me. You ain't got to do all that mess. All you got to do is be still and know that I'm God. Do I have a witness? Joseph didn't pray for anything. They threw him in a ditch. He went from the pit to the palace by way of prison and Potiphar's wife, but he was second in command. He didn't pray for it. It was the place that God had for him. You can't manufacture your own place. Some of us have been on 40 jobs in five years. Something's wrong with that picture. No steadfastness, no stick to Do I have a witness? Y'all get quiet all you want. Here, here, here's what I want you to hear, child of God, is that uh, Jesus comes to this man. Now, mind you, the contest of John 5 is deep because it is either assumed, it is either real, it is either folklore, we don't know. The man told Jesus, Jesus said, do you want to be healed? That is a rhetorical question. What rhetorical means, you don't need an answer. Of course I want to be healed. Now, I used to periodically come out the pulpit, grab my oil, come down, based on James chapter 5, the elders, I'm the chief elder, the elder of the church, let them put oil on you, pray in the name of Jesus. Oil is, is, is indicative of the Holy Spirit. And as I'm praying in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit starts to heal. Well, I came down, the line was out the door. And because uh, some of y'all eat at too many tables. You don't read the Bible. You're full of feelings and emotions. And you misappropriate scripture. He was wounded, Isaiah 53, for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace is upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Now, now, the word healed in the Greek, Septuagint, is therapeuo. It's a therapy. You go to therapy more than one session, don't you, Leroy? So this woman was standing here in the middle of the aisle, and I took the oil and made a cross on her head and said, in the name of Jesus. And she started going back. I said, baby, don't go back there. Ain't nobody back there. Now, whatever you've seen on TV, you better, you better, you, you better stop that mess. You're going to break your neck. So I had ministers and say, let us go back and hope. No, 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 you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. We're going we're gonna to get a glimpse of real grace. 
If you start shouting, your wig come off. And you stop shouting. And you grab your bobby pins and look around. You, you were shouting for the wrong reason anyhow. You ought to just run around the church with your naps and praise his name. That's authenticity. Do I have a witness? It's getting tied up in here. Do you want to be healed? The man says, yes, but here, here. the man never said yes. Here's what the man said. Every time, excuse, I move towards the water, the water's being troubled, an angel comes down to trouble the water. Every time I move towards the water, somebody beats me there so I can never get healed. That's an interesting scenario, isn't it? Here's Jesus, Son of God and God the Son, saying you don't need no angels, you don't need no water, you don't need to run. I, I would think common sense, if, if, if I knew, Rodney, that the water was troubled when an angel hit it, I would have camped out at the water. Am, am, am I right? I would have had my backside right there at that water so nobody beat me in there. Jesus said, take up what you keep leaning on. Take up your bed and walk by faith. Do I have a witness? The man had a connectivity to a painful past. He had a connectivity, Lord have mercy, to a corrupt doctrine. And Jesus healed him. He was not only paralyzed in his body, he's paralyzed in his mind. See, 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 I got, I, I got to reenact some things in this church. I mean, we're going to go back to love enrichment and other things. But when I did the marriage counseling, and I thank God for Leroy and uh, Reverend uh, Tunstall and all the rest of them, they do a great job. But when I used to do marriage counseling in this church, it was kind of contentious. Yeah, when I closed my door, we had it out. I was asking all kind of stuff. Why do you want to get married? Well, one, one couple, well, I'm in love. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're in love and we don't ever argue. I said, listen, stop. Go have a fight and then come back. <laughs> are y'all with me? And then I get into their history. What kind of home did you grow up in? How did your parents interface? How many boyfriends and girlfriends have you had? I, I, I start getting into stuff that I know is indicative of infliction. Can I get a witness? So, so when you don't get along, how do you resolve your issues? Uh, do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is, that is, that is. Ain't nobody coming to me for marriage counseling, but that's all right. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Where'd you meet him? Well, I, I got weak and went to a party. Yeah. Bye. When you met him, you're going to lose him. 
Listen to me. Let me tell you something that you need to hear. You got to be careful that the world does not convince us of its ways. When you get married, there's going to be somebody else finer than you that's going to approach your mate. You, yeah, I'm going to preach, baby. You, you got to trust the Lord that they have the wherewithal in Christ to say and do the right thing. Isn't that right? This thing is tight. That, 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 that when we begin to look at this narrative of our connective pains, they, they are inflictive, conflictive, restrictive as we try to interface with somebody we love. Stuff keeps coming up. They didn't cause it. You caused it. It came from your past. It came from your past. Well, where's your daddy? I never knew my daddy. So that, that tells me a lot. Oh, Lord. How did your parents resolve issues? Well, I remember one day somebody grabbing a hatchet and chasing somebody around the room. Lord have mercy. So, 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 child of God, child of God, we don't want the past, the pain of our past to come back. We want Jesus to free us from the fractures of our past. I, I, I grew up, and, and, and look, I am a product of, of what I, I grew up in a very organized and yet dominant authoritative home. We ain't had no opinions. <laughs> None. We just couldn't sit on that couch with the plastic. Y'all y'all understand. Y'all y'all understand how it went. Now I'm not telling you, you should raise your kids that way. You should cultivate conversations that you can work through issues. That's good for them. But I'm telling you how I grew up. Then I went in the military for seven years. There was no conversation. None. Sergeant Gordon, here's what we want you to do, period. That's it. Yes, sir. Carried it out. Um, in fact, I tend to like that. I don't have a problem with it because of the authority I came up under. If a policeman pulled me over, yes, sir, I respect him. I do exactly what he says. I don't have a problem with authority. Lord have mercy. I'm not fighting to be known. Hmm. The last narrative is in the Lukean account, Luke chapter seven, I want you to turn there, Luke chapter 7, amen. And uh, I can tell you now as we turn there, some of our baggage is directly associated with our upbringing. 
and you keep denying it. Amen. And you keep defying it because we have never totally been healed. My God. Mm. Chapter 7 is interesting. Now, when he had ended, verse 1, all these sayings in the audience of the people, he had into Capernaum and a certain centurion. That means centurion comes from the word century. It is a soldier in charge of a hundred soldiers. A certain centurion servant who was dear to him, now these are Jewish soldiers, was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus. Now, this is so deep. He didn't know Jesus. He never heard of Jesus. But when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly saying, that he was worthy. Stop. Stop. See, the problem with our exegesis is we go in the Bible and pull out stories and we never connect them with the original context. You got to go all the way back to the original context. That they said Jesus was worthy, first of all, that he's showing them respect to whom he should do this. For he loveth our nation, and, talking about the man that's sick, he has built a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, don't miss that. He's worthy and he's Lord. Trouble not thyself. I am not worthy. Humility that thou shouldest come under my roof. Now, now I, I, I dissected this morning. I'm going to dissect again. I don't know how I would feel if Jesus said, Raymond Gordon, I'm coming to your house. How long would it take to rearrange the magazines, to hide the liquor, to, to put away the tapes? Uh, I just don't know. What we would have, how long would Jesus be on your step knocking? Mm. See, 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 here, here's, here's, here's what I, I want to say, and it goes back to the last narrative. When God asks a question, it's not for him. He's omniscient. It's for you. Adam, where are you? Adam was hiding. He sold fig leaves together. Fear, insecurity. Ah, Lord have mercy. He, he was messed up. God said to Adam, have you eaten of the tree I told you not to eat of? He was suffering from guilt. Moses, why did you hit the rock twice? Anger and fear, I mean anger and pride. Now you will not go into the kingdom. Because that rock is Christ. 
who was only crucified once, never to be crucified a second time. Elijah, what are you doing in this cave? I'm fretting for my life. I'm jealous of thee. All have forsaken thee. God said, no, no, no. I got a remnant, 7,000, that have not bowed the bell. Are y'all are getting this? Won't God ask you a question? Yeah, yes, he will. Child, 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 child of God, Jesus, they said we are not worthy to come under our roof, verse 7, but just speak the word and my servant shall be healed. For I too am a man under authority. I say to this one, go, and he goes. I say to this one, come, and he comes. And when Jesus heard this, these things, he marveled, verse 9, and said, I've never heard such faith in all of Israel. Eh. Then John the Baptist's disciples show up and said, John asked us to ask you, are you the one or should we look for another? Jesus said, tell John what you've seen, what you've heard. Do I have a witness? Hang in there with me. The disciple is not above his master, uh, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Yeah, whole lot of conversation. So uh, by the time you get to chapter 7, uh, now when he had ended all his sayings, the audience of the people, he entered to Capernaum and a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was ready to die. Now when you get to verse 36, I'm moving now, y'all with me? And one of the Pharisees, Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, made up the 70, amen, of the council in Israel, Joseph Arimathea, Nicodemus, Gamaliel, all of them belong to it. And, and, and I want you to see this, verse 36, Pharisees didn't believe in resurrection. None of them believed that Jesus was God's son, and they desired that he would eat with him. So he invited him to dinner, and he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. Don't miss this. The centurion asked Jesus to come to his house. But he said, you're worthy, you're Lord. I'm a sinner, I'm no good. But this Pharisee, verse 37, and behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, stop. Even though we save, we still sinners. I'm going to deal with that with controls, Romans chapter 7. When I would do good, he was always with me. I still got this old nature. Some folk will tell you they don't have old nature. They are an old nature. Do I have a witness? We still have the impulses to sin. Don't we, saint? And, 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 the, and, the, and the Bible says, and this woman came in, knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, bought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at the feet of Jesus, weeping and began to wash his feet with her tears 
put the ointment on him and wiped him with her hairs of her head and, 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 and kissed his feet and anointed him with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisee, which had asked him to come to dinner, uh, spake within himself quietly, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, wouldn't have anything to do with a sinning woman. Lord, have mercy. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Simon, that's his name, I have somewhat to say to thee. And he said, say on, Master, verse 41, there was a certain creditor which had two debtors, the one owing 500 pence, the other 50, and when they had nothing to pay. Now, now don't miss this parable. They had nothing to pay their debt. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? So Simon said, probably the one that owed him the mooch. And Jesus said, you're right. So he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, seest thou this woman? I entered your house. You never washed my feet. You never gave me water to wipe my feet. You never worshipped me. You never said I was worthy. You never humbled yourself. But this woman kissed my feet. Where much is forgiven, the same loveth much. I'm coming in. The reason I praise the name of Jesus because uh, I understand how good he's been to me. Long before I accepted this pastorate. Yeah, when I was struggling in my mind. Do I have a witness? When I was struggling and a slave to sin. When penicillin and tetracycline was my best friends. I thought I threw that one in there. Can I get a witness? When I had no idea of where I was going. When trouble would come, the Lord would show up. When enemies wanted to snuff me out, the Lord prepared a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, do I have a witness? When I felt empty and insecure, low self-esteem, messed up, connected back to my painful past, Jesus let me know I'll never leave you. No, I forsake you. Forgetting those things that are behind, keep reaching to those things that are before you. Uh, do I have a witness? Raymond, it's going to be all right. I know the pain in your past. Uh, do I have a witness? I know how messed up you were with your perception of yourself. Do I have a pair? I know that you don't understand mercy and love, but it's all right. Keep on keeping on. Do I have a witness? And I've come to the point where I know that I know 
that I know, that I know that he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think. healing me. I know he's helping me. Can I get a witness? I know what Paul knew. Paul understood something when he was going through pure hell. Can I get a witness? It was Paul that said we are troubled on every side but we're not distressed. Can I get, we don't lose it. Turn to your neighbor and say, we don't lose it. Can I get a witness? We are perplexed. That means we get confused sometimes. Why the Lord allowed this? Why the Lord allowed that? Can I get a witness? The word perplexed in the Greek means we are chased. But what's chasing us never catches us. Thank you, Jesus. You'll get that on the way home. What keeps chasing you can never get to you because the Holy Ghost is between you and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Can I get a witness? He's my hope. He's my help. Say it. say it's going to be alright he's working out the pain of your past isn't he doing it he's giving you power 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 to be still and to know that he's God Lord my kids are all messed up but God this is your problem Lord my marriage is in Christ but this is your problem Lord, my money is funny, but this is your problem. Lord, my health is hurting, but this is your problem. I'm bringing it all to Jesus, and I'm thanking him for the victory. Let's stay on our feet today. Connections. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you want to give Jesus Christ your life, believing that he will justify you and adopt you in Romans 4. He died for your sins, he's buried, he rose again. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Don't leave here unsaved. Or you want to join the church in your Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? If, you, if your hand is raised, come on up front. Come on, step out, step out. Just come on, step out. I'll meet you down there. Step out in the name of Jesus. The Lord is worthy. I have connections from my past that are painful. But I'm persuaded that the Lord is working them out. Can I get a witness? So I may walk in the newness of life. Father, thank you for your word. 
And now, God, bless every family on the sound of my voice. And as we dismiss from your pre- your, this place, but never your presence, dismiss us with your choices, benediction. And every time we would be connected to our painful past, help us to rebuke it. And know that you are in total control in Jesus' name. Leaders, I'll see you Saturday. Have a great day. God bless you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.